Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Lord's podcast with Will Rowe. Well, welcome along and thanks for tuning in to this England v India Investec Test Match podcast special. Here's what's coming up. I was kept in, kept in the team, I think, because of my ability to buy around after the game. So I'm going on a pork pie making lesson this evening after the match. I know Stuart Broad. We were in the same year and he used to play and so I was like, how is he playing for England? Yeah, Lords is special. Anyone who's not been to Lords won't understand how special it is. I'll say someone like Jeff Pine probably fans himself uh, as yeah. a bit of a bowler. Had more than 100 bottles of champagne. Where that come from? I have no clue till today. When I throw, it doesn't go in the direction that I want it to, so I think the bowling would be dangerous. A few voices you may recognise there. This podcast is being held in a very special place today. I'm actually perched up at the top of the pavilion, overlooking the ground at the close of play on the fifth day. In this edition, we're going to hear from some actors, presenters, entertainers, sportsmen and many more from what was a fantastic test match here at Lord's. First interview from the test was when Strictly met Downton. Downton Abbey's Jim Carter had left his butler duties for the day and was hanging out with Strictly come dancing's Anton Dubeck. Here's Jim talking about his cricketing prowess. I used to play for the National Theatre cricket team and I was a tea watchman. So if they, they wanted a, 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 someone to hold out a couple of overs before tea, that was my job. And then they say, for God's sake, get out. Let's, let a proper cricketer have a go. And I was kept, kept in the team, I think, because of my ability to buy a round after the game. Uh, but, uh, There's something to be said for it. Yeah, I, I was thoroughly inept, but just enjoyed I just love the game. And, uh, and luckily, I live right by Hampstead Cricket Club, so uh, there's a chance to get involved there. And I, I love being involved in the game. The whole, you know, a day like today, mixing with ex internationals and Clive Radley, Mike Gatting, people like that, it's, it's just brilliant, you know, for, for fans like us. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're starry eyed to be here. And do you, uh, do you still play at all? Anton is going to play in the Hampstead Cricket Club celebrity game. He's just selected himself. I have. Yeah. I have. And I'm going to go in um, eventually, uh, which is my favourite position, and, uh, and we'll have a great day. Well, let's hope he does eventually get in in that one. Uh, Jim Carter, who is the chairman of Hampstead Cricket Club, uh, as he mentioned there in the interview, he mentioned it quite a few times, actually, uh, Hampstead Cricket Club, which is here near Lords, in fact, um, just in North London as well. 
a lovely place to play cricket. Now, one man who loves coming to Lords is Stephen Fry. He was tasked with ringing the five-minute bell on day two, and Fry gave it some absolute welly, much to the delight of the packed house here at Lords. He then chatted to me straight afterwards about all sorts of things, but one of them was about pork pie making. That was because after the game, he was heading to the county of Leicestershire to learn how to make them. One of the great things in that area is Melton Mowbray, uh, which is famous for a couple of things. It's Stilton, of course, is very close to there, and pork pies. And I've always adored pork pies. I don't think a, a good hearty tea is the same without a pork pie. And according to mood, with mustard or with um, chutney, stroke pickle, stroke um, salad cream, all kinds of things you can have um, with, a, with a pork pie. And I've never made one. And I've always wanted to. So I'm going on a pork pie making lesson this evening after the match. Is there a science to it? Yeah, there is. You use hot water and flour to make a very basic pastry. And you, you use the particular types of uh, pork you use and mix them up. Um, and then when it's cooling, you pour in a veal stock, which fills in all the gaps and goes all the way up the top. And as it then further cools, turns into the jelly. Ah, uh, that, that bit between mm, the crust and, exactly. and the pork. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to get that right. Rather bizarre conversation there with Stephen Fry about how he was going to go and make pork pies. Well, I hope he had a good time of it. It was a fantastic little interview with Stephen. He he went into some impromptu TMS commentary at one point as we were watching the game from the committee dining room when Alistair Cook took a wicket, well, took the catch to, uh, to bring India's innings to a close. How long ago that now seems. Now, later that day, I bumped into Tim Lovejoy, the former Soccer AM presenter, who now does a bit of Sunday brunch on Channel 4, was blown away by Lords. Take a listen. Yeah, Lords is special. Anyone who's not been to Lords won't understand how special it is, but the atmosphere is great. I love all the traditions. I love the, love the people here. It's just, oh, it's, you know, it's just fantastic. It really is great. Today, I've actually been up in the media centre got taken up there to have a little look around and that is phenomenal that glass the way it goes out to the pitch it's like you're actually on the pitch it's fantastic it's a bit weird it's like a futuristic spaceship isn't it when it's you're up good. there it's good and it's like a who's who up there as well it's like cricket legend after cricket legend after cricket there's a celebrity there's another cricket legend it's fantastic yeah really who, good who did you get chatting to anyone Swanee today yeah, yeah I had a lot of chat with Swanee yeah so I uh, had a big, big, big chat with him all about it can't say what he told me though because you know that's, that's, for the, that's for the cameras, isn't it? Yeah, we'll or keep ra- it. Radio in his case, he was doing <laughs> test match special, yeah. We'll keep it discreet. And yeah. I just find like, so I, do you play the game yourself? Do you know, no, I went through a stage of my school, I mean, I can play, but I went through a stage of my school where the teachers decided to go on strike and refused to do sport. Um, so cricket was, we still managed to play football, but cricket was one of the ones they decided to stop. But if I was to play... I'm an all-rounder. I'm a half-decent bowler. Well, like, do you come uh, off a long run? I like it. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I, do you know, I used to play wicketkeeper for the school when we did do it, and, I, uh, and, I, and I, I, I did a bit of bowling, but my batting is atrocious, so there you go. Well, on the Saturday, we all woke up and came to the ground expecting the covers to be on and off and then on and off again. You know, what with the weather forecast that was predicted we we're going to have thunderstorms and lightning and all sorts but it didn't turn up how wrong we were a glorious afternoon of sunshine blessed the ground 
One man who was very happy with that was McBusted drummer Harry Judds, a genuine cricket fan. Harry tried to convince me that he's better than Stuart Broad. Well, kind of. Funny story, really, because I, so I was a couple of years into the band, into McFly. I sat in the band house watching England under-19s cricket with my three bandmates just thinking, why is this guy into this sport? Because they'd never follow cricket. And so I'm there watching under-19s cricket, and I see this guy charging into bowl, and it's the commentator saying, and in comes Stuart Broad. And I'm thinking, I know Stuart Broad. He went to Oakham, because I went to Uppingham, and we were in the same year, and he used to play. And so I was like, how is he playing for England? Because at school, like, he was just my height, he was short, medium pace bowler, just dabbed it around a bit, left-handed bat, wasn't anything, you know, good technique, but nothing special. And I just thought, but then, obviously, he had this huge growth spurt, and suddenly, what turned into, you know, on-the-spot medium pacer was suddenly an absolute gas and turned into an absolutely incredible cricketer. And so that was quite a shock for me, really. Because, um, you know, I, I jumped up to the school first when he was still in his year group first. So you were better so than him. This is what I'm claiming, yeah. I think it's safe to say he soon took me over, uh, overtook me quite quickly. Harry Judd there, trying to claim that... <laughs> He was once better than Stuart Broad. Also with Harry were the England Rugby Union duo of Marland Yard and Mike Brown. Um, I asked them which of their teammates were decent cricketers. There's a lot of footballers, I can't think of cricketers. Uh, I'll say someone like Jeff Pond probably fans himself uh, as a bit of a bowler. Some of the guys that went to, went to the uh, posh schools, I think, probably claim they're good cricketers. That, that wasn't me, but you went to a posh school, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, so, uh, yes, obviously the facilities are there, so you get to use them. But We don't play much cricket, so maybe we should uh, get that involved and see, see who's good. Yeah, get ourselves on it. Yeah. yeah, you should warm up with a game of quick cricket rather so, than... Yeah. Uh, it's usually football, so maybe we'll mix it up, we'll, we'll suggest it and uh, get it involved. Well, all the cricketers always try a rugby ball about, so maybe yeah. you should just, you know, do a game of cricket. <laughs> I don't know how that would look at Twickenham before a big test match, but it'd be fun, though. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get, it, we'll get it going and see, see who's good. It's quite an idea, that. The um, Twickenham full house and a game of quick cricket between the rugby players. I'm not sure if that's going to catch on. Well, anyway, on that Saturday, we also popped in to see Lisa Snowden, who uh, was in great spirits in the Waitrose box. Um, I asked her if she was into the sport. She seemed to be enjoying herself, and she was, well, thanks to her old man. Well, he used to play, so I used to always go with my mum when we do all the cricket teas every Saturday and Sunday. So um, it was—it's been a big part of my life. What club was that with? It's down in Welling Garden City. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. so a little like local little uh, team. Um, but yeah, and he used to—we used to go, you know, when he had away games and stuff, we'd always travel. So cricket has been a big part of my life. But last year was the first time that I'd actually come to Lords. Um, but and yeah, you keep coming back. And now I keep coming back. It's like a yearly thing. But yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Really how, cool. How's the food here at Lords? Food is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, here here in the box, it was wonderful today. And then last year we went off to I don't know where it was, but it was a lovely. Stuart Broad invited us last year, so we we're in like a little special place, I think, and had love lovely food there as well. Um, so yeah, it's all in all a really good day out. The thing I've learned from it though is that it's very sociable. Not everybody's sort of moving around. There's lots of eating, lots of drinking, lots of talking, lots of reading of the papers. And it's not, I mean, you watch a bit of cricket, but it's not completely focused 1000% on the cricket. I don't know if that's unfair to say. No, I Because think it's that's just like, you know, it's just quite, it's, a it's good quite relaxed. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's just a really nice. It's a good spectator sport yeah. for someone that doesn't really know much about the game. Yeah. Because it can kind of exist in the background. You have your picnic, you dip in and dip out. And yeah. then the people that are mad keen about it, 
you can't really talk to them because they just focus on yeah. it. everyone else is just relaxing yeah no so that's what I discovered and it's actually a really it's a really nice uh, way to spend the day <laughs> um, trying to think what else I can tell you about my experiences well have you ever played the game yourself I, I've, no I haven't I haven't what do you reckon you would do battle bowl if you did bats definitely bats yes why is that because I just I can't seem to yeah I can't throw things when I throw it doesn't go in the direction that I want it to so I think the bowling would be dangerous um, but yeah batting I think I quite like to bat. Uh, the age-old question of whether you bat or bowl, probably slightly unfair to ask it to someone that had never played the game. Well, anyway, with the test ending in a historic victory for India as they won at Lords for the first time in a test match in 28 years, I thought it would be worth remembering another special moment for India at this ground. Kapil Dev was here. He, of course, captained India to that historic 1983 World Cup victory. I asked him about that match and the celebrations afterwards. I still get wonder, I think must be had more than 100 bottles of champagne. Where that come from? I have no clue till today. We celebrated in, in the Hotel Westmoreland and the drinks was way past the 11 o'clock. And where the drink come from? Still, I don't know. I mean, who paid? I don't know. I want to say thanks to everybody. We paid in the beginning, okay, drinks on the house, but after that, it was start coming and people were with the drums, with their uh, traditional uh, you know, music uh, instrument. It was fantastic. Well, it sounds like quite a party and I'm pretty sure the Indian players may be doing the same again this time around. Well, thanks for tuning in to our England v India Test Match podcast special. I'll be back next month with another instalment of the Lord's podcast. So remember to follow us on Twitter. Our handle's at Home of Cricket. Be our friend on Facebook. And for all the latest news from Lords, just go to lords.org. See you soon. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.